Welcome to the podcast at For All Our Kids. You're listening to our story segment, and I'm Maya. Do you like going on school trips? Aren't they a lot of fun? Do you listen to your teachers when you are on the trip? I hope so. In today's podcast, we have a hilarious story based on a real-life experience of our friend Rajat when he went on a school trip to a wildlife reserve. Now to the story. The safari. That was a big lunch, I burped. How big was the lunch? Tenu mimicked me. Laughter rose from the table. We'd come on a school trip to a wildlife sanctuary near the tri-state border. Our lodging was right along the elephant corridor, which runs through Karnataka, Tamil Nadu, and Kerala. The teachers were busy checking our bags, pairing us up for the rooms. Troublemakers must be separated, the math teacher announced, and scheduling the watch duty. The dining hall buzzed with a hundred voices, some murmuring, others shouting. To say we were excited is an understatement. Do you know how you have different groups of kids in schools? Ours was no different. We had the super studious folks who spouted a variety of facts a mile a minute. The life of the party kids who couldn't help talking over others. The snobs who looked down on everyone else. The quiet, nervous kind who did their best to avoid making eye contact. And of course, those who are just plain ordinary like Dhenu and me. We're not brilliant, but you can't say we're stupid either. Not part of the cool gang. And neither are we wallflowers. We have no unique talents, but we're not dull either. I was happy to be myself, the ordinary kind. But on that trip, I did something I felt was brilliant. But Denu considered it stupid. But I'm famous! Whenever the phrase school trip comes up at my old school, they still talk about me. That's 30 years later. We were a group of about 100 kids and maybe 20 adults. I told you earlier that my math teacher was there with us, didn't I? Well, so were the others. I won't name them now in case I get into trouble, but there were the fun-loving kind, the serious follow-my-rules, or else kind, and the... I must be out of my mind for hanging out with these kids out of school hours, kind. I suppose just like us kids, teacher were a mixed bunch too. Silence! Ha! There was no way I was going to be silent outside of school. My friends and I continued murmuring our plans for the night. We missed whatever the loudspeaker, the name we gave our PT teacher, was saying, when the rest of the crowd got up, we too picked up our bags and moved in circles.
You have no clue what you're supposed to do, right? An older kid with the monitor badge glared at us. What? Does he think he's a hero leaning against the door with his arms crossed? He's only in the 10th standard. Denu whispered into my ear. The boy's eyebrows rose to meet his hair. He pushed his hair away. See, he's doing some hero movie with his hair. Shh! I stepped on Denu's foot to keep her quiet. We must go to our rooms. That's not some secret assignment, is it? I asked. You be careful. I'm keeping an eye on you. He wagged his finger. We lugged our bags and went looking for our classmates. Is he still watching us? Let's take the stairs. I slipped into the stairway to get out of his sight. We walked along, peering into the room on the first floor. But no, our class wasn't there. So, up we went. Yes, they're here. I would know that squeaky voice anywhere. Denu turned to the right and pushed the first door. Aye, girls on the other side, came the shouts. I know that. I'm just dropping his bag. She stuck her tongue at them and went out. Yes, you are in this room. Arun squeaked, I mean said. I plunked my bag by the empty bed and sat down. Do you think we will see tigers? What about elephants? We were so busy discussing all the animals in the reserve that I didn't look at the time. Tuck, tuck, tuck. A fist pounded on the door. The door swung open. Are you boys ready? It was him, that monitor. He was in charge of the boys on this floor. The rest of the kids in my room got busy, grabbing water bottles and putting on their shoes. One by one, they streamed out of the room. Uh, I have to go to the bathroom. I mumbled and ran to the bathroom. When I came out, the others had left, but they knew stood there waiting for me. Come on, they're leaving without us. Come. She hopped down the step and I followed close behind. Wait, I don't have my glasses. I cried. Oh, go on then. Go get it. I will wait here. Denu looked exasperated. Denu was pacing back and forth when I got back. We raced to the entrance. But there was no one there. I swear I was quick. It didn't take me that long to get my glasses. Where are they? How could they leave without us? Anger and disappointment bubbled up in me. And I punched the air. They must be nearby. They couldn't have gone very far. That there's only this path. Come on, let's look for them. I dragged Tainu and marched up the path. Crunch, crunch, crunch. The gravel under our feet made music as we followed the way blindly, not caring that it led us to the forest. Do you think it's a good idea? Denu asked. Do you want to stay in that building all by yourself? I challenged her. Besides, they must have left only a few minutes before us. How far can they go?
so the two of us kept walking. It was strange that there was no sound of footsteps or anyone talking. We must have walked about 10 minutes when the path forked. On the one side, it was still a gravel path, and on the other way was a trail leading into the jungle. Which one should we take? I turned to look back. The lodge was not far away. That cheered me up. Look, I pointed to the trail. The grass is bent and broken like someone stepped on it. They must have gone this way. Let's take their trail. Since when do you know about all this tracking? Renu tilted her head at me and blinked. Ha <laughs> ha, just because you are clueless doesn't mean I am too. I teased her. The grass muffled the sound of our footsteps as we looked for the others. We must have been on the trail for just ten minutes or so when Denu jerked my shirt back. What? Ajay, I don't think we should go any further. Her eyes shone on her pale face. Then I felt it too. Up ahead, there were dark patches as the tall trees rose to the sky, blocking all sunlight. What was in there? Hiding in those murky shadows? It looks spooky, doesn't it? Where are the others? I said softly. I don't think it's the supernatural that we must worry about. Look! My eyes followed Denu's pointed hand to the trees a few feet away. Snap! An elephant calf pulled at the low branch. It's so adorable! It's like all those videos you see? Denu grinned. I moved. We must go. My foot froze above the grass at Denu's loud gasp. The baby elephant pushed through the tree and looked at us. On the other side, something black climbed down from the tree. That's an awfully big black cat. I knew I wasn't making sense. It's a panther, you nitwit. Denu's fingers dug into my shoulder. I couldn't breathe. It felt like I was chained to a metal ball, and the panther walked slowly towards us. A scratchy noise escaped the elephant calf, and the spell was broken. With deep breaths of air, we turned to run. The ground shuddered. Branches fell, and powerful rumble filled the air. Oh no, a herd of elephants! They must have been on the other side of the trees. Who dared threaten this baby? The gigantic animals surrounded the panther. Heart pounding in my ears, I knew this was our chance. They were a barrier between the panther and us too. I know you won't believe me when I say this, but I swear this really happened. One of the elephants turned to look at us and waved its trunk. It was better to run with our wobbly knees than to wait and see what happened next. So we shot out of there like we were running away from a really boring lesson. When the forest rangers found us, 
I was doubled up, panting more than a dog, and Denu was holding her sides, her mouth wider than an elephant's. I have no idea how we got on the jeep or when we came to our lodge. The ranger opened the door and led us into the main hall. A hundred pairs of eyes bulged out of their sockets and followed us to our seats. Food and drink appeared magically. I waited nervously for the lecture, but I think everyone was so relieved to see us alive they let us be. That evening, the monitor came by. See, I should have kept a close watch on you. You didn't hear the directions about our evening plans, did you? Remember, this is their home. We are the intruders. I grimaced and looked down. When they knew and I had run downstairs, the rest of them had gone upstairs to the fourth floor to watch a film about the reserve. No wonder it had been so quiet outside. The next day was the jeep safari. They knew and I were the best behaved kids. Whenever I saw a herd of elephants, I looked for the calf. Was it this herd that saved us? And this is the end of today's podcast. Did you enjoy the story, my friends? Did you ever get into trouble because you weren't following your teacher's instructions? We hope you were safe, though. If you enjoyed our story, do write to us and let us know. Our email ID is podcast at forallourkids.com. Until next week, goodbye from all of us at For All Our Kids. Thank you.